podcast. I am Aimeesha Graham. Um, tonight we have two special guests with us tonight, and um, we're going to open up with a quote. And the quote reads, always stay true to yourself and never let what someone else says distract you from your goals. And that quote is from Michelle Obama. I like Michelle Obama. I like her quotes and different um, inspirational messages that she have out there. So um, we're going to go ahead and get started. Once again, like I said, we have two special guests with us tonight. And the topic tonight is um, corporate America and entrepreneurship. And with this topic, um, with going through the pandemic and everything within the last, what, 18 to what, 19 months, whatever, almost two years now. Um, a lot of people have started their own business going into entre entrepreneurship or uh, being an entrepreneur. And um, I just thought this um, topic would be very good because a lot of people work in corporate America and a lot of people have left corporate America during this time um, to transition into doing their own thing, to build their own brand and... Um, and I found I found these two ladies to be perfect for um, today's um, for tonight's show episode, I should say. I'm sorry. And um, we're going to let them introduce themselves. Ladies, um, whoever wants to go first, can go ahead and get, um, introduce yourself. Hello. You can go ahead, Denise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Hi, my name is Denise. Uh, with Candid by Tanise, so just Tanise. And uh, who am I? Well, I'm a, I consider myself a, a career mentor, a marketer, a entrepreneur. I'm a speaker. I do do speaking events, in particular, in regards to career guidance. And mm -hmm. um, I do have 20 years of experience in oh, human wow. resources. I'm a marketer as well as a cheerleader. I love to cheer people on. I love to <laughs> perk people up. And um, yeah, so that's that's me in a nutshell. Again, Tanise with Candid by Tanise. Okay, Tanise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, I am drinking wine tonight because it is Friday night. So Yay. Well, it's, it's it's a little wine and it's a little juice because, you know, I still got my little toddler. So, you know, mommy mode. So yeah. It's relaxed mommy mode. right now. Yes. It is. Daddy has them, so. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Our next special guest, you can go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey. Um, hey. This is Beryl. Uh, I am, I said Keisha of all trades. <laughs> because I've had like a lot of random jobs over the years and I took all those jobs and created kind of like my own, my own thing. So I am uh -huh. a social media uh, manager. I am a graphic designer and I also help people with digital events and then I make merch. So I do a lot of support, support mm -hmm. roles for small black businesses. Okay. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, okay. So what made you ladies decide to become an entrepreneur? Oh, can I say one more thing? Sure, go ahead. I'm go so, ahead. I am so sorry. I forgot to mention I'm a professional photographer as well. 
And I do own Portraits by Tenise that's located here in um, Broward County, Florida. So yeah, I just, yeah. So I had to, I had to put that in here. And you know, what made me become an entrepreneur is, um, that's a question that you ask, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay, Mm -hmm. perfect. Okay, so if you don't mind, um, I'm just going to take this one because I have to say, I, I came from a background of entrepreneurs okay. and my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister. And, you know, at, at some point they, and even some right now are entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, and that's, that's all I knew growing up. Yeah, and this is Jamaica, in Jamaica, in Jamaica. Okay. So, and that and that mentality come up here in the United States. That mentality it's still. So I I don't know if <laughs> there's like an insider joke like with Islanders. Like if you're from the <laughs> islands, you have like three four jobs. <laughs> Most of those jobs are jobs that you you made up or whatever, <laughs> but you just, the money just keep rolling. Yeah. Sure, you're laughing hard. So I'm sure you're familiar with that joke. <laughs> yes. I have heard it many, many times. Yes. So my journey actually started when I was in Jamaica in the third grade. And like, I used to do brownies. I don't know if you're familiar with brownies. It's right before Girl Scout. Okay, and yes. I used to sell, I used to sell cookies in Jamaica and they, they taught us how to sell and like really push these cookies on people. And in the summertime, I used to make fresh, uh, cherry, cherry ice bags and just sold it in front of my house. There was a cherry tree in the back of my house uh-huh. and my sister used to climb the roof and go get it. And we used to make it and we used to sell it in front of my house. So that was my earliest member, um, memory of being an entrepreneur oh all this time yeah growing up uh, from the third grade onwards to where I'm at right now there's never not been a moment that I have not been an entrepreneur because it's it's in the blood it's It's in you yes it's it's there it's in your DNA it's DNA it's (laughs) there so I was like it's like the concept of not being an entrepreneur we don't understand that concept and yeah. it's the same with my husband because he's an islander I don't I don't know what it is it's uh-huh. just it's, it's it's just in there but I can say that um I also love corporate America uh-huh. so I'm one of those people that are conflicted because uh-huh. and not really conflicted but I live in a happy space in okay. both corporate America and in entrepreneurship so if there's anyone that's listening and they think that they have to leave corporate america to start a business i'm here to tell you that there is ways to do it that you don't have to leave your job mm-hmm. if you love your job yes. so and you know and not burn out because i'm living test i love my job and this is the first time i have ever turned my job that I love so much, which if you ever looked at any of my social media, I um, do what, yeah, which most of it, I had to black out mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now that, you know, the direction that I'm heading in, 
but mm -hmm. my social media was filled with I love HR, I love human resources. And then one day it was like, why aren't and I always tell people what to do, like people always call me and asking me my advice. Mm -hmm. So getting to put those things together, I love it. So, you know, there's a way to do both. So I'm, okay. I'm just here to, to send that message to someone who thinks that they can't do both. So, okay, right. awesome. Thank yeah. you, Beryl. Oh, what? as far as like, why did I become an entrepreneur? Yes. What, uh -huh. what? I became an entrepreneur because I wanted freedom. I wanted, I wanted to be able to see my kids when I felt like it. I wanted to be able to go, yes. go home for Christmas uh -huh. when I felt like it. I wanted to be unapolog unapologetically black. I wanted to wear my afro. I wanted to, I just wanted to, I was just tired. I was just, you I want to be free, right? I, I mean, when, when I say liberated, I'm talking about, I didn't want to code switch anymore. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to code switch in my body anymore. Yes. I just was like, I'm over it. And because, um, for the most part, I was just wasting a lot of time. And I also pretty much hated doing the same thing every day. So when I started working in theater and live entertainment, that's whenever like my whole spirit perked up because no two days were alike. And mm -hmm. um, like Tanise said, she was around entrepreneurs. It was the opposite. My mother was a professor. <laughs> my dad worked at a oh, wow. um, worked at a plant. They were college um uh educated everybody my, my mom's side of the family social workers and teachers and till the till this day as a 42 yes. year old woman my mother still wants me to go teach she still just feels <laughs> like she loves me but she still feels like i'm just out here playing on the internet yeah yes you know <laughs> um i i i come from a background of um entrepreneurs and um like my start with my grandmother on my mom's side she you know had her regular job and um she worked at the space center and um oh. then she started her own business um cooking she had she opened her own restaurant and catering and my grandfather <clears throat> had his own job his you know regular job then he had his side um business on the side my oh. parents my mom she worked corporate america all her life, um, she did typing um, as her side business. And she always used to tell me, you have to learn how to type. If you learn how to type, you'll always have a job. If you know, you get into the skill of typing and things like that, you know, you'll always have. And her, um, she always kept business with her side business with typing you know with different organizations and things like that my dad worked for um, the school board for many years and then he opened his own detail business that he still runs today and um so i come from a background my from my grandparents to my parents to my uncles aunts and they're all educators and you know <clears throat> have their doctor's degrees and things like that but they still had they're a, a business on the side. So it, it runs in my family also. So, you know, and then mm. what made me, you know, a lot of people used to always ask me, why don't you start your own business? And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to do it. I can't do it. And it didn't, it didn't happen, um, click to me until a couple of years when um, I became a parent <clears throat> and with like how you said, um, barrel 
you with when it comes to your kids and you're not able to take that time off or your child has an issue at school and the school is calling your job it becomes a problem and then one day my mom came to me she was like mm, would you want to be business partners with me and i'm like mm. and it's like okay let's do that so we, we me and my mom have our own business and then i have my own um side business and then you know so and then I, I wanted to steal that into my daughter that, you know, you could work, you could be professional, you could have a career, but then you can still build your own at the same time. So I think it's awesome, oh. you know, to for people that want to go in that direction. Uh-huh. And like you said, um, Tanise, you know, just push, you know, you can be in corporate America and still have that um entrepreneur in you because um like if you see like you know we all went through the pandemic still after you know almost two years now and um when that shutdown went you know a lot of people lost their jobs and a lot of families went from you know getting that every two weeks check or however they're paid to waiting on unemployment unemployment was you know running because my husband he you know his job shut down for three months three months it may be may may have been more than three months and having to wait on unemployment to send you um a deposit that you may or may not get on the day that they say Mm. that you're going to get it and then you still have bills coming in and Mm. thank god that you know I I have that flexibility and I had the business with, you know, I still have the business with my mom and then I had my juicing business. So, you know, I had income just coming in, you know, so, but other families didn't have that opportunity. So people started creating businesses so they can continue to have revenue of a flow to come in just in case we go through another shutdown, just in case for a background of backup. And, And I think, I think it took our, you know, us to go through all of this for people to come okay. out with their creative, creativity, creativity. I'm sorry. I know I said it wrong, but it to be able to bring in extra money for their family. So it did. Know. And I could tell you that when I was, um, I could tell you I was one of those people that came quote unquote came out Mm-hmm. I, I would call this my coming out because okay. even though I had my businesses, my last um, business, which I still am in that business, which is photography, um, professional mm-hmm. photography. And I was doing, I was doing okay. You know, I've been in the business for about uh, going on four years. I've been advertising, you know, using the regular way to, you know, get customers and, it mm-hmm. was doing pretty okay. So yeah. COVID hit and, you know, when things shut down, being that I'm, you know, still in corporate and the profession that I'm in, of course, you know, I was on both end of things and, you know, I was able to see a lot of sides and, you know, I'm sorry that happened to your family. I'm sure that happened, that happened to a lot of people and even worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like during that time, it was a heartbreak. This was a heartbreaking time. And it's like, 
my heart broke because it's like I wish I wish that um, we were more prepared or mm-hmm. there were more things that were built in to reteach like even reteach America like how to do their monies at the basic level like can mm-hmm. we start it at the earliest level you know but it's like when it's too late it's too late you know yeah and yes. I you know I was one of those people at home and it just it just got really like you know being locked in the house not knowing what's going on you know like you know what's going on but you but cannot you leave mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like the world stood still mm-hmm. and when the world I call it I I kind of like to use metaphors movie mm-hmm. references because to me it just kind of simplifies and you kind of just get conceptually all together I'm a oh sorry I'm a theater major by the way so I'm kind of one of those weirdos who read poems and read um that's not being a weirdo that's just you know that's and and, you know who you are (laughs) yeah yeah and reading um plays and stuff so I apologize so um so being shut in for that long I was one of those that was pushed to um basically social media because social media for me mm-hmm. was there and like you said you have watched my social media yes because I, I actually I actually I want to send you something but uh-huh. I found something from you and I communication from back me? in 2000 yeah back in 2004 oh god from you from you and I and I was telling you to send me your resume because that time I was working at the time at the world's largest recruiting company, Ronstadt. And, uh-huh. and I was like, wow, look at that. Look at, look at life full circle right here, right yeah. now. Wow. And the next message that you sent to me like years later was, Hey, do you want to do this podcast? I was like, Whoa, mind blown. <laughs> and I'll, I'll take a picture and I'll send it to you. Okay. And please forgive me if I messed up the dates. Um, but, um, so with that said, I'm just taking you along with me because I started watching social media, particularly Instagram, because Instagram is basically tailored. And I, I like to use a lot of statistics, by the ways, um, uh-huh. again, I, I, this is how my brain works and Instagram is tailored for people or age around our age group. Mm-hmm. And I, I was looking at Instagram and then Real came out. And when Real came out, it reminded me so much of karaoke. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. My eyes was just like, oh my gosh. D- don't tell me. Don't tell me. No, 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 no. And I was so bored in the house. And then there was Wheel. I was like, this was my outlet because I love to karaoke. Mm-hmm. And once I started doing reels, it was like, wow, my eyes were open. And after getting a chance to do reels and coming back and saying, wow, this could actually turn into something and not only make me money, but help me to give a message to people uh-huh. to don't stop 
and don't give up because whatever message that you have in your heart and you always had this message in your heart that you want to give, you know your message. It just Mm -hmm. hasn't been fleshed out as of yet. Inspiration will come. Uh Inspiration will come. And for me, that was my aha moment. Because once that inspiration hit and that one little thing just woke me up to push me in the direction to just say, you know, I'm going to use every single skill that I have. I'm a photographer. I love human resources. I do performance arts. I, I'm literally skilled in each and every one of these areas. Yes. And not to mention, I write. I like to write. Oh, wow. So it seems, like like you, write. it seems like you and um, Brielle will have a lot in common because Brielle, you, you're into theater, right? You talking about me? Oh, yeah, yes. Beryl. I used to Beryl. work. I used to work in theater. I worked in theater yeah, okay. and um, entertainment for seven years. Okay. Oh, wow. Right. Wow. wow. So, yeah. Yeah I, yeah, I went the other direction. For me, after I got my bachelor's degree in theater, mm-hmm. I, I fell in love. I, I, I kept falling in love with human resources. And I went and I just I said, you know what? I'm, I want to learn more about human resources. And I went and I got my master's. Yeah. So, you know, but whatever inspiration is going to hit, just keep at it and inspiration is going to hit. But there is a lot of ways to to basically use all the skills, every single one of the just sit down and think about what skills do I have? Mm-hmm. Write it on a piece of paper. What skills do I have? Is there a way to combine every single last one of them? How could, how could I help someone? How can I help? So, cause it's not about you. Yes. It's not about you. When, when you, when you're an entrepreneur and you're coming out and you say, Hey, I want to, I want to grow and I want to make millions. It, no, it doesn't work like that. Because if, yeah. if you if you if you think it's about you, you're thinking wrong. It's not about mm-hmm. you. It's like, what are you offering to the world to help the world be better? Wow. Period. Wow. Beryl, do you have anything to 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 say, to add to that? So my phone went out. What was the question? Are we still on the entrepreneur? Like, why did you start the entrepreneur? Was yeah, the but then, but then we started talking about. Um, like, you know, when the pandemic first started, you know, people lost their jobs and um, had to depend on unemployment. And unemployment wasn't, um, you know, steady, you know. So oh, okay. people came, had to become creative with things to do and create um, businesses and things like that. So that's where we start, you know, started the conversation about so okay so i was working in a a ticket place that sold tickets to like outdoor events but Uh i also had a side job and i've only been working 100 percent for myself for a year so i was working at amazon so amazon was one of the essential jobs so i was in the thick of it 
um, when everything first hit. And so, you know, they screamed at us, six feet, six feet. So it was stressful. It was like working in a prison. Yeah. Um, but then um, an old girlfriend of mine that I used to do some designs for, uh-huh. um, like, fell into activism by accident. So she was uh-huh. already kind of doing it. And then George Floyd happened. And yeah. Everybody just flocked to her page. Her name's Evan Janice. And then she hired me. And so I got to work for her as an activist. Uh-huh. Oh, and wow. I got to work for um, this other lady named Thea Monier, and she's a black therapist. So we were very busy. Like, I was the most busy I'd ever been during a pandemic. So uh-huh. God really provided for me during that time. But it was, um, so it was almost like a survivor's remorse. Other yes. people are not knowing what they're doing. And I was the busiest I'd ever been. Um, and I was the most, in my own business, successful I'd ever been. But it was um, stressful because, you know, just not, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know. If, I yeah. didn't know if I was going to be able to visit my family. I didn't know what was going to happen with my children, you know. So I was very, like, nervous. And at the time, some family members were very, had regular, not regular, but had other illnesses. And I didn't yes. want it to get worse because of um, what was going on. But the same thing, what you said, Tanisa, about this is how I even started my business. Whenever um, my, my marriage was ending. I was like trying to figure out how am I going to be able to take care of these kids and not send them to daycare. So I wrote down what I did well. And the first thing I wrote was emails. I knew that mm. I was good at writing emails. And you then know, it, it's funny that you started to catch up because mm-hmm. you remember last week when the social media, when Facebook went down. Right. And, last Monday. You was, and it's funny that you post that, that post because I had just said to um, a friend of mine on the phone, I was like, you know what? I cannot get on Facebook for nothing in the world to like, you know, that was my day to post things. And I was just going to post, you know, my, you know, podcast and I had different things. And so she said, you know, that's scary. We got to come up with a better way to um, Mm. promote your business Mm -hmm. without social media. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, how are we going to create a, how could you create a, like a email or a, um, text message um tree to to send out to the people and i was like i don't know and then when i when i later that day i logged on i saw your message about um email list yes i was like wow look at this guy right there but the thing about it is too and i always tell my clients that anyway i I have some i had some clients i signed (laughs) an nda so i can't say the numbers they made Uh a lot of money off social media lots of of money off social media but I yeah. always told everybody, I said, don't keep trying to uh, strike the rock in the same place. You're going to have to, people need to know you in real life. Yeah. Like, it's not enough for you to be out here in these digital streets doing all this stuff and your neighbor doesn't know you. The community doesn't know you. Did you say digital Very streets? True. I just, you know, but I'm just saying <laughs> it's not, it ain't, it's not enough. Very true. What about yeah, the whole thing shuts down? It used to yeah. be, you know, when my grandparents were coming up. That, you know, uh, Miss Maddie on the end, she pressed hair. Such yes. that, you know, Miss Hen- Mr. Henry had strawberries. Somebody over here had a walnut tree. So yeah. Yeah. Nobody, yes. People don't talk to their neighbors anymore. No, you don't know your village. You don't have a village. You yeah. don't trust anybody. You don't want to be transparent anybody. Well, oh, and wow. so the reason why you're hungry wow. or broke or naked is because you don't, you don't talk to anybody. Well, I, I can actually say I am very fortunate to live in a neighborhood that is um, the opposite. Uh, It's very friendly. We, we celebrate together on holidays. 
we know each other. If we see a stranger, like pretty much people are like, who that? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> like, um, we have each other's back. And sometimes I, I feel like we know each other too, too much. And, you know, we got to the point like, oh my goodness. Oh no. Okay. No, no, no. They're coming. Oh, I gotta run inside. Okay. I gotta put over the groceries. Okay. You know, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, and I, you can see when someone else is doing it, but you also do it too. So it's kind of like a, you, you both get a pass. You all, everybody gets a pass. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but I, we were very, very fortunate. And although we looked for a whole, that's a whole God story in itself but um yeah i there are still neighborhoods out there that offers that that is not uh expensive that you guys could network like there's a lot of networking that happens in my neighborhood and i could tell you that the majority of the people in my neighborhood they're either professionals or entrepreneurs okay and most of them are entrepreneurs okay and they do a lot of networking Okay. But um, th- but they're not rich. They're more lower middle class, mm-hmm. and um, so it, it's 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 still possible. And it they that part of America still does live on, and it's it's a mixed with all different types of races here. And I'm like, when I see things happen on the outside, it's like no. Sometimes we have to come watch what we say when we put some stuff out in the air. And I'm like, you know, I know, I know sometimes it's, it's, it's a certain type of rhetoric that it's, it's fed to us over and over again. Uh-huh. Um, but for me, it's like, no, I, I get the opposite. I'm not living in that world. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not living in that world. We, we, every holiday, we're all out we're we're out yeah together yeah so even even during the pandemic we we kind of ventured out to do a little ice cream and that was it yeah so wow okay so there's still neighbor there's hope there's hope yeah yeah Yeah. it is um i i saw something on um on the internet yesterday and um and it reads, corporate America people work within rules while entrepreneurs work within boundaries. Corporate, Amer- corporate America people understand their growth is based on performance and ability while entrepreneurs understand their growth is based upon their inner improvement. How, how, how do you feel about that? Oh, what, what is your thoughts on that? I feel like whiteness created that and that it's not like like trying to be perfection, like trying to be perfect and everything and trying to do everything in this little like module and this little, you know, did Frank get up to this level? Now you get up to this level. Like that constant <laughs> like performance mode thing. It's yeah. not how you work as an entrepreneur. As an entrepreneur, you are like, I know I have to make this amount of money. I know mm-hmm. I need to get this many clients. And while I'm doing it, I'm going to do it with joy versus yeah. like corporate. You like you, you have no soul. You have no name. You Mm -hmm. just go in there and you just do whatever they say and you leave. It's like you have no input, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah, because you could come to the table and you could go to, you could be in corporate America. I'm just going to speak on my experience, not 
give that from what I hear from other people and, uh, and my thoughts. You can be in corporate America and have awesome ideas, but if you're not at the top, from what I'm understanding, they don't want to hear your ideas. They don't want to hear something that you may bring to the table to change things unless you're there. And, and if I'm wrong, and I apologize. I disagree. But, okay. I disagree. I'm so sorry. No, that's fine. Um, yeah, I disagree. In my experience in life, I started working at the age of 14 mm-hmm. and throughout my whole career, even started from the bottom, it typically works if you are a really good worker and uh, if you're a really good employee, they listen to you, especially if um, you're looking at things from a bigger picture. Uh-huh. They actually, they actually listen uh, to your ideas, and say if you're not that person, what you do is you talk to that person and you run that idea by that person, and you just you know kick the idea back and forth with that person, and you know together, or even on an email you know, pitch it to whomever that mm-hmm. person is. There's, there's ways to, to do things, but the thing is that people usually go with their first thought and that sometimes is dangerous. When you go with your first thought, it's never usually great. Whether your first thought is, oh, it's, it's going to end amazing and it ends up horrible. Or your first thought is something that, there's things that of course are out of your control, but when it's strategic moves like those, when you're trying to make a big play, like you have an awesome idea and you know it's going to work, automatically you're putting in your head, they're not going to listen to me. You already set yourself up for failure. You put it in your head, they're not going to listen to me. Mm-hmm. You, already put, you already put it in your head. So if you say, you know, I want them to listen to me, you to look at how many plays can you run to make sure that your play gets in or what is the best way that you basically what angle can what is the best way to handle this situation okay. look at look at your resources uh-huh. people are resources too yeah. yeah, there's just so many, there's just so many ways that you can look at something before you just, you just jump and just but, assume. Sorry to cut you off, but say if you, say if that someone that's maybe listening to, you know, tonight, um, that have, mm-hmm. that ha- it could be someone okay. that have had gone to the person that's at the top with the awesome yep. idea and then they just not listening to them or just not giving them the chance to um, express their ideas to them. Like how, how, how would you tell them to get that across to the the person to the top with, you know, with their ideas that may help to and grow the, 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 the company. Okay. This is my question first. What is their prior relationship? Because it, that matter, before they, should that matter? It it uh, well, 
if you and someone who is between yourself and the company that you're trying to affect change, mm -hmm. it does matter. They're not going to bring every single little piece of paper that comes down from the bottom oh, all yeah, the way yeah. to the top. I understand that. They're I not understand. they're they're not going to. That's why there are processes, procedures, and levels in place. Yeah. So you you know what you hear what I'm saying? So you just have to think about in the beginning before you look at everything. Yeah. What is the relationship that we have? Mm -hmm. Is it a tumultuous relationship? What was my last, what was my last uh, review like? Yeah, you know, what was okay, my okay. last? Mm -hmm. you, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, and you know, if you need to mend a relationship first, massage it for you know, like what play am I gonna run? Okay, I need to mm -hmm. keep my pride. So sometimes, sometimes things are just pride. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? You yeah. just gotta, you just gotta step behind that pride. You know that little pride. You just gotta, you just gotta step behind it. I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah. I think so we I all do, am I going eat times? I'm yeah, I'm, I'm a, exactly. I'm going to eat this one. Okay, do I need to eat this one? Okay, I'm going to eat I'm gonna, I'm going to have to eat this one. Like I've been here for 20, you know, like yeah. yeah. So, you know, it, it all depends. And it depends. It dep everything depends on all there's uh, so many variables involved, yeah. but the first question I would ask is what's the what relationship? Is your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I got a okay. couple of questions, though. Yeah, go ahead. So this is just. I was waiting for you to jump because in I was like, because <laughs> I can't remember the name of the book. I don't know if it's Forty Three Laws of Power. Or four, I can't think of what it is. But uh -huh. like, first of all, y'all said the person at the top, and then you said good employee. A lot of that stuff doesn't matter in regular jobs. Like generally, mm -hmm. like for instance, I got a job at the theater when I first got it because the um, secretary liked me. I came mm -hmm. in there to ask them about if they were hiring. Oh, and she was like, gave me the application, but because she really liked me, she's like, and come back on this day. So I came back on that day and then other people were there. And because she liked me, they hired me because they watch how you, how, it's kind of like, I'm the type of person that I make the CEO and the janitor feel special. I'm talking to everybody. Yes. And so that's, she was the person that had the ear of the quote unquote person at the top. And yes. then as far as with being a good mm -hmm. employee, you could come to work every day, do what you're supposed to yep. do, speak to everybody and be perfect. And they still not going to choose you. A lot of times they choose the person um, that may fit uh, in the group. Or sometimes a lot of these uh -uh. decisions are not being made in the boardroom. It's being made at a private party uh, somewhere else or on the golf course or, uh, you know what I'm saying, here's the or thing. offline. Here, uh, I'm going to have to tell you something. There are... I call them the outliers. They're always outliers. They're always <laughs> outliers. And the outliers are people that, and which I love them. I love them. They're genuine. And if, let me just clarify, if I heard what you're asking, you're asking me, what about the people that um, have basically have the ear of the person that's the head and they're still not getting ahead is that correct was that the question you were asking me did hello she, did she leave oh, barry no. is no. that for me yes oh for me no. uh i was just saying like yeah. at the beginning y'all were like how do you get 
your ideas to the to the top. And to me, I'm like the way you it's it's the laws of power. It is being very mysterious. It is speaking when spoken to. It is being, of course, on time. It's blending but not blending. It's mm. knowing like. Well, who's the secretary? Mm, who's the person? Knowing assistant? your place, basically. Yeah, right? knowing, but it's kind of like being like furniture. But when it's time to speak, <laughs> speak. See what yeah. people do is they go into the office and they speak to everybody and they try to be everybody's best friend. And yes. they, you know, hanging out people and they joining them on Facebook and they smiling the time the boss. Oh, see, I don't that's like not that. the way to get seen. Yeah, uh, the way no. to get seen initially is to blend, and, yeah. that, and of course, and do your job well. And if you exactly. want to get your idea to the, if you want to get your idea to the top. It's the one that's not talking that actually holds the most power in the room. Ooh. You are you're actually right. Yes. And that is So you're saying the, the, the person laws that of power. Yeah, that's it. 48 laws, but I couldn't think what the name of it was. So the person mm-hmm. that yes, talk, but talk the, the, mm-hmm. the least will hold more power. Did I did the, am I saying that? Yeah, correctly? it's it's not it's not always the person that is the loudest or speaks the most or wears the brightest colors is really the one that's kind of lays low does what they're supposed to do lays low mm-hmm. you know and waits for their time of basically quote-unquote attack to be like oh i feel so he's like wait a minute yes. we haven't we heard from cheryl in two months yeah and exactly and talking. that's exactly like, yeah and that's exactly what i'm saying that's what i was like people need to learn just how to just wait read the room just read the room that's all we're saying just read the room Mm-hmm. And, you know, there, there are other people, too, that, you know, even if you think, and I, I want to talk to those people in particular, mm-hmm. people who you, you, you feel like you're the lowest low on the totem pole, and I'm speaking to the janitors, and, you know, you, and are the most important people of all, janitors, maintenance people, I love you guys. And I can tell you that typically with the head honchos, they actually have a thing. They they love them too Mm -hmm. because they really do. So you never can judge a book by its cover with these, you know, head honchos when you say you gotta rub elbows and things like that you will be surprised sometimes who they'll have the best conversations with. Like you'll be walking by and, you know, you're, you're thinking that, uh, you know, buddy uh, Joe Smith, who is very buttoned down and, and dressed to the nine is going to get, you know, all the attention mm-hmm. um, as he's walking by, but no, it's, it's John who, you know, goes into his office every day to clean his wastebasket. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, they have the most genuine conversations and mm-hmm. most in-depth conversations. And he genuinely cares for him and his family. So, you know, sometimes you can't judge books by book by its cover. Yeah. So to always assume that it's, you know, the, the glitz and shiny too are the ones that have the ear no other people have the ear too so you have to kind of read the room just lay back and just look mm-hmm. just just see before you know you, you make any type of decisions to do anything you know yeah yeah so uh, ladies how 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 did you decide what type of business um 
that you wanted to start when you went into to become an entrepreneur? I had to keep failing. I had to keep find. I had to write it out and then do it and be like, no, this ain't it. And then, and then also with my pricing too, because I realized that although the the skill or the thing that I'm doing may be very easy to me, uh-huh. the access is what I'm actually charging for. If I had to talk to you all day, uh-huh. if I have to talk to you every day, <laughs> if I have to talk to you every week of a month, I'm jacking up the price <laughs> because so much oil, if you will, or intellectual property is leaving my body. So first, mm. even if it takes mm. nothing out of me, repeat so, that part again. Mm. Oh, oh, I'm saying so much of my energy or oil or intellectual property is leaving my body mm. because so not only wrong. am I telling you mm-hmm. what to do with your business, how to write a post, what to say to such and such, what not to say. No, don't launch that that book yet. No, don't do this yet. Oh, like, for instance, I was telling people months ago, I said, y'all have seven paychecks till Christmas. He was looking at me like I was crazy in, in, in September when I was saying that. Actually, I was saying it at the end, end of August. Nobody was thinking about that. You have to put your pot. People have to see your product at least 10 times before they decide they want it or not. And what kills me every year, somebody around November is like, I want to come out with a Christmas, whatever it is, shirt or album. I'd be like, no, ma'am. Like, I'm not even about to start even even sit with you because I, I can't. I'm not a magician. But if you're mm-hmm. talking about <laughs> Valentine's, if you're talking about black history, you want to yeah. talk about Mother's Day. I can absolutely flesh out a plan for you that's going to get you to mm-hmm. that point. So with me, it was failing. And it was also me noticing what kind of energy exchange is happening. Do I feel better after I've been in your presence? Do I feel like that was oh, worth wow. the money after wow. you know I've been in your mm. presence? And, or am I just making it off of what I just did with you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. And you, you're very direct. So I can just imagine, yes, you, you, you know, you know, when you're doing with your um, clients, because, and like you said, when you have to keep talking to that person over and over and c- communicating with them back and forth, back and forth, that takes a lot of time and energy. And so, yeah, you, you yeah, do your I prices. I everything short too. My, my meetings, 20 yeah. minutes. Okay. And I'd be like, all mm-hmm. right, so we're at the 15 minute mark. Do you have anything to ask me? Oh, wow. uh, okay because yeah. at that point you should know what you want and you should Absolutely. already come with, yes. with an idea of what you want okay so that's that's you're giving out good information to someone that's looking into going into entrepreneur that may want to communicate with someone about doing like you know things that you do like printing and planning uh, planning and things like that so they need to already have an agenda before they even sit down with you not come with trying to create a, a no that's and, and people don't understand there's so many different levels mm. there's ideation there's mm. creation and there's implementation ideation is like mm. i think i want to i want to start a food truck well you just sitting okay. there you know talking about it and then creating it going to get the truck putting the stuff in the truck making sure you got the license for it making I mean, certification whatever and then putting the food in the truck and then how long is going to take you to make stuff and then implementation is you actually going to the food truck park that takes a long time and so yes, every time somebody yeah. comes to me again with what do you think but then we're back at the beginning again you know so i charge for that i charge for my creativity i charge for my time and it just used to irk me when people be like especially the most talented people are the ones that don't don't use it it's the ones that got I, to me i call it the ashanti method ashanti cannot <laughs> ashanti is not talented <laughs> But Ashanti oh. is going to put herself out there. She's going to give you baby, baby, baby 97 times in the lyrics. 
and we and people still buying her music. But people that <laughs> well, Ashanti was good enough for uh, J Lo. So, well, <laughs> for J-Lo, uh, but J-Lo can't voice. sing either. But I'm saying, like, a lot of these people are trash, but because they apply themselves and they show up and they have confidence, you can do anything with confidence. You can do anything, but it's the ones that are most talented that are most lazy. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. So, yeah, very interesting. <laughs> yeah, very. that's true. That's, that's true. something to, you. you gave some, some, Someone some good information. Yes, yes, it does. You you really did. You gave gave me some good information. So what about you, Tanise? Okay, and we're talking about our business, correct? Yeah. How how did you decide what type of business that you wanted to start? Like what okay. made you go into? And I know you have like several things that you work on that you're doing. Well, to be honest with you, right now I am concentrating on Candid by Tanise, the mm-hmm. YouTube and also my website, and just building up my social media platform. And I have, I'm really concentrating on career mentoring, answering questions. I want to give out information that will help people just take a beat think about uh, various areas that um, they can use as resources before they go do anything that will either cost them more than they need to pay mm-hmm. or, you know, just, just providing them steps to um, move forward in their lives in a productive way, whether it's that it's their career Mm -hmm. or it's in their finance or it's just growing in general. And I am also doing marketing as well. That is growing. I'm just, uh, just super excited about putting out my first book I was debating if I should say something yes or no oh congratulations (laughs) yeah and and (laughs) this is why you hear like a hesitation in my voice is the first time don't be hesitating about that That, that's (laughs) something that God gave to you to work out to do you to be excited about it don't don't hold back you know yeah yeah my my voice this is the first time I'm like actually hesitant (laughs) Um, but right now I'm, I'm actually very close to, uh, finishing and putting it out mm-hmm. for consumption. And I have given my first little preview and my mantra that I practically live by on candidbytenise.com. Mm-hmm. And you could get that information for free. It's basically 16 ways to to better yourself and your mentality. And I'm, I'm giving that for free. And to me, that has set me free to a happier mindset. And, um, you know, I just, I just want people to continue to grow in a more positive direction, use every Mm -hmm. resource that they have available to them. I am the resource queen. I can, I'm the network queen. And someone made a comment the other day. It's like, wow, you are the jack of all trades. You have a lot of things in your pocket. And yes, you are right. I do. And 
you know, me being able to utilize my skill to help um, clients just just help them even do a reel and people just pay me just for that. It, 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 it just blows my mind how God could use your gift and talents to do anything. Yes, it's going to take work. Yes, it's going to take planning. And, you know, in my field, it's a lot of organization, organizational mm -hmm. skills that you need to have. And you have to be on point on everything, all the laws. All Yes, you do have to be disciplined in whatever you do. So, but at the same time, at the end of it, you'll be happy that you took the step to be an entrepreneur. You'll yeah. be happy that you set yourself free. But first, you have to work on any mental junk that you have in your head that is holding you back. You have to clear that junk out first. Once you clear that junk out, so basically you need to do you need to do a self check to do it to you know get get yourself together before get you yourself. actually I, mm -hmm. I I think that's I think that's I think that's very important, don't you? Yeah, I, think I, don't, I think that's something that's very important for someone to just because you, you can't know, just jump out there. You can't just get, jump out there. You can't. And I because it'll say, take a mental hold on you because like Sorry to cut you off, and, and I, no, I didn't okay. mean to do that. It's okay. Because I think sometimes people uh, start to notice with, with even with myself, with you know, I have the business with my mom. We work, we have an agency, and then I had the juice business where I was doing natural juices and sea moss, and now I'm doing the podcast. And sometimes things don't work how they you want it or you visual visualize how it was going to go. So sometimes mm -hmm. it takes a toll on you mentally, emotionally, physically, because it's like, okay, in your mind, you thought mm -hmm. you was going to be able to just go from here to there, blah, 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 yes. blah, blah. Because social media has it to where you see different people with their businesses and things like that to where it seems like it's like, wow, just booming. Like there's just going, going. But you don't know what took place for them to get to that point where they're at yes. now. So like you, like you said, and like um, Beryl have said, you know, like you, you, you have to get you together mentally, physically, emotionally. You have to be all the way together before you jump into becoming an entrepreneur because you're, like, you're not going to have all good days. And then you're going to have to have to reach, you know, go back to the drawing board to like how Beryl said, like, you know, I need... X Y amount of money this month to come in. You so you got to go and write that out for the month. Try to you know so yeah. But one thing y'all are both saying is that mm -hmm. you have to have yourself together. You yeah, don't, you don't really have to have yeah. yourself together. You just have to remember your why. Why wow. I started? Okay. Why am I doing this? Who is this for? What's gonna mm -hmm. happen at the end of this? Because I promise you, I quit my job every week, and it's my job, and I'm the boss. But sometimes I'm like, <laughs> I want to do nothing. You know, today I would like to stare at the wall. Um, but uh, something else y'all were saying about um, when you said, um, Amisha, you said that you had different businesses. Sometimes it's not working. I'm at the point now, especially as a 42-year-old woman, that I welcome failure 
because failure gave me the option to see it another way mm. and failure Ooh, gave yes. me like because like for instance i always talk about henry ford henry ford yeah. is known for yes. the model t car yeah he yeah. failed from model a yes. to model s yeah. If he would have given up an R, a Q, or L, or J, or one of them, we would never, we wouldn't have the Model T. So yeah. failure is, yes. I, I welcome it now. Uh, even if like yes. I've had people in the past like not wow. buy a design, or mm -hmm. they pay for it, and they're like, no, nah, I don't think I'm going to use it. And I end up like, well, okay, and I use it for something else, or become something else, or it's birthed into something mm -hmm. else, or it gives me another idea. And so I don't want people to think that if you decide to go in for your biz business for yourself, that you have to be perfect. You just have to be like, you have to have your mantras. You have to have your affirmations. You have to have your scriptures. You have you to said have it good, right. healthy self-talk. Yes. Because self-talk, yes. there's so self many times where I'm like, girl, we got to get ourselves together. And you're like, you're right. Yes. You're talking to yes. myself. Yes. And you yes. also yes. have to put yourself in a, uh, like I said, a village. Because I only have one, well, not anymore. I think she just got oh. a job. But I had only one person that I could talk to every day about graphic design and owning my own business. One, all yes. my other girlfriends, mm. they teach. Okay. Yeah. So they don't mm -hmm. understand. Now they will come to me for designs, for shirts and for little league and all this little stuff, but they don't understand what I'm going through. But they also just like, oh my God, I cannot believe you're still able to create an income for yourself. And I'm like, yeah. And I created income out of nothing. Every my car mm. I drive is created out of nothing. It was created out mm. of my ideas, my imagination. You know what I'm saying? I don't mm -hmm. physically mail anything, ship anything. I email digital, you know, uh, digital items, or I'm giving my advice, and I am I'm literally living in my imagination. You know what I'm wow. saying? Mm. Wow. Yes, Powerful. you do have to live in your imagination, and I do agree with that. But definitely, I have. I do have to say when you are younger and you are, you are trying to find something, there are plenty of traps that are set up out there. Let's face it. There are the pyramid schemes that are out there. There are the marketing schemes that are out there. And, you know, when you I say have be, you have to you be... Have to be you have to know when something is not right, something is not right. You know, like, you know. With and nothing comes easy. Yeah. And with those pyramid not, things, you know, like. Yeah. You know. And the, thi and, and the thing is that I know that um, talking from a mindset of a 40-year-old, yes. you know, 40 on up, it's great. But, you know, speaking to someone that is Younger. just mm -hmm. coming up, I fell in those traps. And okay. those were my dark years. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I don't know if anyone else here has fell in those, you know, like, oh, let's sell. Oh, my gosh. What was the newest one? Herbalife. Or what was the, they, they change so DLC. many times. Yeah. You know, they, they come and go. They come yeah. and go. Yeah. But, you know, those people, they, they need, they need, you know, like, let's stop. Let's think. And luckily, you know, there's many ways to make money online now, and they're able to set themselves free by making money online. And hopefully they're choosing the right way and not, you know, choosing the wrong way to do it online. When, when I have conversations time, with 30 year olds and 20 mm -hmm. year olds, I tell mm -hmm. them to volunteer as much as possible. I got to mm -hmm. where I am by volunteering. I couldn't afford to go to the concert. I couldn't afford to go to the not essence it was something some other black thing they had in atlanta and i couldn't afford to go mm -hmm. but i signed up to be a volunteer 
I couldn't mm-hmm. afford mm-hmm. to go to women that are loose. I signed up to be a volunteer. And when you're a volunteer, mm-hmm. you're in that back back office, that back room, you oh. get to see and hear everything. Okay. You get to see wow. how it works, what software they Ooh, use. I like what, what I like that tip. they give you free stuff. So I've always I told every time somebody says, I want to do a such and such, go volunteer, go intern, go do something for oh. free. Can I take that tip? Yeah. I'm going to take that. I'm going to quote you, okay? Absolutely. <laughs> I really that, love that tip. That is the key. That's how you get into the room is you put yourself in the room. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here. Was, wow. Okay. Okay. We, we could talk off. I'm going to send you a DM. <laughs> I see how to, there's a website or something because that's a really good idea. I'm telling you, I'm, these people need to know. And that's why it's like, I, I feel like I'm more like an auntie. Like, let me get, let me give you the real deal. Like, stay away <laughs> from stuff that looks like this. Okay. Don't burn your hand. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. When you do your resume, your resume looks like this because I'm behind the scenes y'all, you know, yes. unfortunately I was the one that had to lay off your husband. Do you understand? So it's like, there's things that I, I you know, I, I wish I could say, but it's, 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 and yeah. I'm I'm sorry he that wasn't, he wasn't laid off. He, not, I guess it not was laid, laid off. Fur, it's furloughed. 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 And he was furloughed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um... and you know it's 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 like I feel that it is time to prep the next generation because mm-hmm. or time just like the boomers the boomers are out and it's like this this is or moment right now in the sun. Yeah, uh, and it's it, 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 and it it's it's not scary, but I'm looking behind us, and I'm like, hmm, okay, this this is what we have to pick from. But we're also Summer a very is- very interesting generation because we knew what life was before uh, cell phones. Mm-hmm. We, know what we, life we do, is. just like you yeah. were saying. I think you were talking about yeah. your mom told you to make sure you learn typing i think we're probably the last generation that took typing classes and you know yes we are i i I used to give her a hard time because she made me take a typing class in high school and then Mm. when i used to come home from school she you know put me on the computer and she was like okay i want you to type you got to type so many words per minute and i'm like oh my gosh i don't want to do that but now i thank her i think and i know that she's listening Mm. So I think of because that is one skill that if you know how to mm-hmm. do, you will always have a job. You will always have a job. That's true. That's so true. I, t- I, I really appreciate it and I thank her for that. Mm. And like, you know, other things like I saw my grand grandmother, <clears throat> you know, she took cooking as her passion and just made that uh, uh, a business. I love cooking. Mm-hmm. I, I used to cater. So, you know, and then I started, like I told you, the juice business. I started that during the pandemic in March of the, like, the beginning of the pandemic, you know, and that. I felt like you were doing that longer. No, no, no. I was juicing for myself. And then people started asking me to to juice for them. So I was like, okay, people asking me to juice for them. Let me go ahead and make this a business. That's super important, too. That's the key, too. Every time I, I have somebody and they're like, I. I don't know where to get started. I don't know what to do. I'm like, girl, what do people ask you to do all the time? And, yeah, exactly. and it's always very random. It's all sometimes yeah. I have yeah. a cousin and she's like, well, people always ask me for advice. I said, okay, life coach. You don't have to have no real certification to do that. No, you don't. No, about, you don't. Um, I always talk about the toothpaste closer. It's uh-huh. red, that mm-hmm. red. That that toothpaste is selling sex. 
that toothpaste is selling hope. If you brush your teeth with this toothpaste, then the guy will want you. <laughs> the same. So it's well to be selling hope. I said you can have. I mean, I know people. All they do is encourage people. And yes. another thing, you uh, know, the our the baby boomers and the women before us, they had to do physical labor to make money. We're at a place yes. now. If you yes, have soft skills, if you know how to mm -hmm. talk to people, if yes. you know how to bring people together. If you know how, like you said, with the right writing the resume, if you know how to encourage people, that is you can create income from that. Yeah. I create, I literally mind other people's business. That's what I do. I said, okay, change that, change that, change that, change that. Send me your invoice. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mm -hmm. I don't do a lot of stuff on the computer. I'm mostly just talking. And so people have to understand, mm. like that thing that you're supposed to be doing, you're already doing it, but you're doing it for free. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Wow. Wow. Okay, mm -hmm. ladies. So um, you can tell the listeners how they can reach you on your social media and um, give, you know. Okay. Well, mine is uh, Woo Honey Child. That's my Instagram. Um, w O O Honey Child. And um, mostly what's on there right now, I'm doing a lot of breast cancer stuff, but I do motivational speaking. I just added that. I yes. do mentorship. I am. Um, do it like I said, doing admin for small black businesses, and I say small black businesses because I speak the language. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not, I won't be able to help Becky, but I can help Shaniqua, I can help her start her cookies and her cupcakes. <laughs> I can help, I can, I, I would love to, I want some, I would love to speak with the elder black woman, I would love to help baby boomers who have all this wisdom but don't know how to get it out. So mm -hmm. that's the type yeah. of people I look for. I look for small black businesses that. You don't have to be, you know, established with a brick and mortar, but people that already know who they are. The beginners, mm -hmm. I don't have the energy for. But anybody that's like already knowing what they're doing, I can help them um, add to their business. Wow. Wow. I, I love it. I love it. And I love your energy. <laughs> I love it. Okay, Tanise. How could okay. you? Yes. So you can find me on candidbytanise.com. All my media is Candid by Tanise. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Instagram. I am on Twitter. I, I'm everywhere. CandidbyTanise.com. I am, again, I'm a career navigator. I'm a creator entrepreneur. I specialize in public speaking. I'm a mentor. I am just here to guide you to make sure that you are doing the best in your life. I will coach you. I will read your resume. I will build you up to make sure that you are the best and the most well-presented person to stand in front of the world and proclaim and just get back your energy and just be the best you that you can be. And wow. that's it. That's it. Yeah. I love what you have said, Miss Barrel, in regards to the older, the elderly, because I do agree in wisdom, and they do have wisdom. And to be very honest with you, I feel like that that they have so much to offer to the world, and to be rebranded, and just to for them to just come back out and to help us to mentor the younger generation that are getting ready to come up because they have the wisdom and the knowledge to pass down. And again, I'm looking behind us and I'm seeing people 
that are not ready. We are pushing STEM to the next generation really, really hard. We're pushing STEM hard. And I don't know if you realize the plight that we're having or, or engineers. Do you know that welding has several different levels? They go up to, I believe, level six or level five. Right now, the people that are at level seven or, or level six, they have pretty much only have a Hello, um, we got disconnected, so everyone got disconnected. So we're going to close out tonight with um, just thanking the two special guests that joined us tonight on the Change After 40 podcast, and they gave all their information how you can reach them on social media. So please go and follow um, those two young ladies. And uh, once again, I thank both of them for being on the Change, of, Change After 40 podcast. And we're going to close out tonight with, um, <clears throat> I saw something on Facebook, a little business success tip, and it's from the, um, it's from Cynthia Robinson, and she's the founder of the Plans of the Righteous, and, um, and it reads, change your thoughts, and you can change the world. So once you change your thoughts, you can change whatever you want to have come to life and um just want to thank everyone for joining us tonight and you can follow us on social media facebook and instagram to change after 40 podcast if you have any questions or topics that you would like to hear on the podcast you can email um the change after 40 podcast.com at gmail com and once again my name is Amisha Graham and I want to thank you for tuning in tonight bye